0: Hi, my name's John Casher, and welcome to Cash Talk, where there'll be no boundaries and a lot of straight talk. All things money, business, and just everyday stuff. Hey guys, before we get started, just a quick reminder that all the information in this podcast is of a general nature and not tailored to your personal circumstances. So please seek personal financial advice before acting on this information. Hey, everyone, and thank you for jumping on to another uh, episode of Cash Talk. And today I'm joined by a highly anticipated guest, Mrs. Cash herself, Bourjoa (laughs) Casher. Obviously, as my wife, the mother of my children, my friend, and my biggest support in life, um, today's going to be an interesting episode. I can't believe that I've got myself into this one. Um, But uh, welcome, babe. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: yeah. How how are you feeling? Obviously, I do these a fair bit, but how are you feeling jumping onto a podcast for the first time?
1: I'm a bit nervous. I must admit, I'm excited but nervous. Yeah, I don't do this much. I hear you doing it, but I never do it. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah first up. one. <laughs> That's
0: it. That's it. Well, um, maybe you've maybe you've overheard me a little bit. So I'm sure I'm sure you'll be right along the way. Well. Babe, today we're going to get a little bit of a glimpse, a glimpse about, you know, behind the scenes, you know, um, really, you know, focusing on our personal life and, and you know, mm-hmm. our own journey and, you know, people might learn a little bit about uh, myself because today a few people uh, prior to this podcast have sent through um, some questions uh, that they'd love to hear for uh, answers from you, which we'll go through yeah. today. But, you know, uh, it's going to be very insightful for me and, and I'm sure the viewers and listeners that watch this. So... Um, yeah. uh, you know, we've been, we've been married for a few years now, and obviously we've known each other for a long time. Um, but what I want to start is maybe just early on in, in our relationship. And I know there's a story that you sometimes tell people and, um, maybe we might start with the, the story about our first date and, and, um, you know, some of the money aspects that came along with that one. <laughs>
1: yeah no i remember that very well um i think we were at the end of our date and um john had an american express card that uh was or couldn't he couldn't use he didn't have cash on him and i ended up paying for our first date um, <laughs> which what, what I don't think he was very happy with <laughs> um, but sort of served him right and I think I was sort of happy to pay anyway so <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it, it was interesting you know we had a nice dinner we, I was trying to like you know, really be nice and you know um, in, in my defense apparently they didn't accept American Express so um, and I didn't hold cash and, and for people that know me um, I usually don't hold a lot of cash on me and um, you know, I, I have this beautiful woman that's going, no, nah, no, nah, I've got this, and and it must have been like, you know, is this guy, you know, all talk or what is he? You know, it's probably you know, this credit card probably doesn't even work. So that that's quite quite an interesting story that we actually started oh, off yeah. with a little bit of a money thing when we first were in this relationship. Um, yeah, definitely. But. but you know babe we um we, our we came together um you know very young uh, for people that want to know I was 19 and I think I was 22 at the time when we first met and you know we come from different completely different backgrounds you know there's this well I wouldn't say completely different there's there's a lot of differences between our backgrounds um and you know there was there was a lot of differences and commonalities across across um you know from, from our backgrounds and you maybe in your own your own side of things, you know, what were maybe some of the the differences that you saw, you know, meeting this guy and and the differences he had, and and maybe some of the commonalities around money as well.
1: Um, look, I think that we were quite motivated young young you know individuals then, and you know you you were very good with money to begin with. Um, you would always I mean you you would save. I mean, yes, you would spend a little bit more than maybe you would now. But um, you know, you were trying to live life and you were traveling and and, you know, doing it on your terms. And um, yeah, look, I think that, like I said, because we were both motivated, we sort of had, you know, that in fruition in us to sort of work hard, but Mm -hmm. you know, still have the luxuries and mm-hmm. I think that's what was much similar. Um, but obviously, coming from your upbringing, um, you know, and your grandfather, um, okay. and what he instilled in you, I think that you were very good with money, uh, which I think was a great, a great thing. You know, having mm-hmm. having something so similar. I mean, so nice, so young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: And would you would you say that you know I was a bit uh, a bit more. Um, frugal with money and and watch my dollar is that what you found yeah definitely
1: definitely and I mean yeah I think I actually like that yeah Yeah. to begin with I think it it made uh, me realize that you were very focused on your future which I think is a great thing you know
0: Mm. and um and and what about yourself like obviously you know those are some of the great things and what, what the attributes I had but you know, what were some of the differences that maybe in yourself that you had to adjust? Um, you know, obviously me being that frugal kind of watching your dollar, um, was there one, what was it with like yourself that you maybe thought, oh, he does things a little bit different or, or maybe he needs to start adjusting in his way?
1: Um, look, I think that maybe being so young. um, Maybe I wasn't as good with my money uh, when we met. And I was probably smelling the roses a bit too much and not saving and, you know, all doing all these things that obviously, you know, maybe is not expected by 19 year olds. But um, I think that you gave me that motivation to sort of start saving. And, you know, yes, you can smell the roses, but first save, (laughs) you know, and I think that made us sort of balance each other out, which was which was good.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it was very interesting from my perspective. It was like you know I bet it. You know, it was for me. I felt like coming from a frugal era, like upbringing. It was like watch my dollar on everything, and I'm like, you know, this woman is she going to kind to come into this relationship and just blow yeah. it all and burn it all and and oh, no, I th- I was think,
1: that bad? no you you
0: you, you yeah. definitely weren't it was probably something that kind of came into my head um and i think what the biggest thing was early on that we figured out we had a common uh you know we had some, a lot of commonality and a lot of common goals together and i think fleshing those out early and creating a game plan for like us two and what we wanted we quickly saw that we needed to do things right with our money to get the lifestyle and, and, and and achieve the life that we want. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think from my perspective, there was adjustments um, that needed to be made. And I think, you know, you came from a lifestyle that um, was probably not as frugal as mine and probably enjoyed life a little bit better. And, and Mm -hmm. for me, it was something that I needed to learn. You know, I needed to learn to enjoy life and smell the roses a little bit because maybe I was too focused um, on the money and the goals and obviously everything that comes with that, um, you know, already being, you know, what would that have been, you know, six years already into the finance game, you know, by that, that point. Um, yeah. But I think some of those common beliefs that we we talked about in our plan, it's obviously, you know, around our financial future and, and, you know, we didn't have a house at that point, you know, we wanted to make sure we had a house. We wanted to still enjoy our life and then go on the holidays. I was always a big one. It was, you know, around having, um, not necessarily nice things in my world. It was more around having great experiences. And I think, you know, you coming to me and, and teaching me that we've got to enjoy life, life short, it's not, it's not long. And I think you as a 19 year old, were are far advanced in your knowledge about that. Um, and it was something that I needed to learn, um, myself. So it was really, really good to do that. But, yeah. you know, fast forwarding a little bit, um, you know, obviously we got married, we, we, you know, we, renovated our house we you know we've done a lot together we've obviously traveled the world a had fair kids. Bit. We've
1: had kids.
0: <laughs> and actually that that brings me on to that next one around children because you know that was a a, a totally different ball game um you know we've yeah, we, we, we can expect you know every new parent you know kind of pitches what parenting is going to be like but you know there's no kind of rule book there's no like you know you kind of think there's a rule book and then you kind of throw it all out but you know, besides the normal parenting stuff, one of the big things that we've obviously spoken around and obviously I've been a massive influence in it is around teaching, you know, our kids around money and, and yeah. you know, yeah. being able to, you know, interact with it. And, you know, as we're recording this, our, you know, two boys, one's five and one's two. Um, but, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, we'd maybe do on a day today? And, and maybe for a lot of people of, of what they see that maybe we do or even I do, um, for our kids in regards to the money?
1: Um, look, I think, firstly, um, I think we both believe that appreciation of the things they have. I mean, coming from this generation that, look, they do get a lot of what they want now. And, you know, as long as they can see, you know, how hard we work or how hard dad works or, you know, what we do as a team to, you know, to be able to have these things in life and go on these holidays and, you know, for them to have new things. And I think we, we teach them about appreciation first and obviously stemming from appreciation comes things like, you know, what are assets? What are liabilities? And as much as I would say to you, no, I think they're too young, you know, I think it's good for them to know, like, you know, a, a liability, you know, is not a great thing and these are what liabilities are and mummy and daddy working hard so that we have more assets and things that, you know, you know, are more important. And so, yeah look if they know what um you know what these things are then obviously they'll appreciate when they actually do have them mm. um and, yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice when they say, oh, thanks for that, Mum, or thanks yeah. for that, Dad, you know, yeah. and it actually goes to show they actually do appreciate, the, the, you know, these things. Like, oh, even the holiday, oh, I really yeah. enjoyed that, you know, yeah. and that's so nice, you know. It's, it, it, you know, makes us, you know, feel warm that at least what we're doing is, is right and, yeah. you know, that they are loving each step of life, you know. Yeah.
0: You raise you raised two good points, and I think um, it's one thing that maybe comes naturally to me in regards to the job, but you know, teaching them about the the effort that's required to have that outcome, mm-hmm. and so you know, going on that European holiday doesn't come from the sky. Yeah, there's a process, no. and there's a, there's a there's a framework, and there's things, and obviously we don't talk about process and frameworks with them, but you know, there's what we do and showing them the efforts that are done so that we can have those things. Okay. Um, and it's showing as well too, which is a major focus for us is around, you know, trying to curve that always that instant gratification and showing that delayed gratification Mm -hmm. to get to what it is. And obviously you're showing around some of the stuff that, you know, I do behind closed doors and, you know, it's very, very important for me that as we Go along our journey and our wealth creation journey that we don't have kids that don't appreciate or don't know how to create money, you know, wealth their own, them, themselves. And obviously, our eldest boy, I started on this journey in regards to teaching him wealth creation techniques at about three years old. Okay. Uh, for everyone um, on here. And you know, one of the biggest things that we found, and Bruja was talking around about assets and liabilities, and 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 we play a game. You know, I play a game with Noah, and I, I kind of gamify, kind of as much as I can do for, for, for him, so that it it uh, he can he can learn it and he can understand it. And um, one of the games that I started to teach very early on was just around that assets and liabilities, and, and why that's so important is, it, for the for people to understand. A liability, for example, it's something that takes money out of their pocket, and and um, our son really kind of understood that concept that you know liabilities are things that take money out of our pocket, and we worked with that, and you know showing him things like for example cars, and you know when we use that you use that card, you know if it's not your own money, it's it's a credit card, and that credit card mm-hmm. is is a liability, and yep. you know really yep. trying to to also as we've purchased assets. For him to understand the assets that we're buying and what they are, you know, and you know, people have said to me, "Oh, he's too young." And and I'm, I know, you know, even yourself, Bridger, you were a little bit and maybe he because he was your baby, you know. Um, but really trying to say to him and for him to understand what assets are and and understanding that assets put money in your pocket, and you know, if you continue to build those assets and be able to identify what assets are properly he's he's developing that and you know we've we've worked with our son and obviously our our youngest as as well too we give him you know pocket money for certain things so he'll do certain chores around the house um and we'll give him you know little little you know coins and stuff like that to do Mm -hmm. certain things and you know teaching him to put it in his money box so that he can use it later and you know that our son's only two um doing that so being able just,
1: to openly. i I just add quickly, like even things like real life um, are what we do day to day. I mean, mm-hmm. if there's something that we want, you know, like um, I think we, me and John were having a discussion, like, oh, I really would love an Apple iWatch. Mm-hmm. And John's like, oh, look, I think you can wait. And I said, look, I think I can. I've got, I've, I mean, I've got a watch. And I think he came over and he said, oh, you, mum, you really want that Apple iWatch? And I said, yeah, but honey, we can't have everything right now. You know, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You know, Mummy's got one that works right now. Um, you know, and when the time comes, you know, I, I will maybe get you know a new watch. But for now, Mummy's works. Mm-hmm. You know, um, things can't happen straight away, um, and he can't think that just because he wants something, he can have it. Um, because I mean, let's be realistic. A lot of people just go and grab whatever they want because they think that they can have it right now, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we don't want them to feel like that. You know. Yeah.
0: And, and you're spot on. You know, keep on, keep on accumulating things you want. Soon you're going to have to start selling things you need. And you know, if we can, if we can instill that into our boys as early as possible, it, it's really important. But I think the other one as well too. Um, you know, even for you, you saying that, um, you know, that's much different to the person that I met at 19 years old. You know, um, even in regards <laughs> to your, I think just being with me every day is kind of rub rubbed off. But um, I reckon. <laughs> There's there's a lot of things that people maybe don't see about me now. Um, And, you know, when I'm, you know, most people that follow me will see me through my social content. They'll see me on podcasts or YouTube or in, you know, social media, Instagram and all of that stuff. And they see a certain John. And um, it's not to say that that certain John is very different to what's behind closed doors. I think one of the things that I've always wanted to do was everyone to see the real John. But... What's maybe some of the things that people don't see about John?
1: Um, Look, I think they don't see the effort and commitment that you actually put in to, you know, anything to be honest, everything, you know, you, you put a lot of effort into your work and that's obviously because you love what you do. um, and the passion that you have for it, um, you know, helping individuals, you know, achieving goals. And I mean, that's you, that's, you know, that's an accomplishment, you know, when, when you see someone walk out and they're achieving these goals in life and, you know, it's, it's that, yeah, one, it's definitely the effort and the commitment, the long hours, um, that high paced long hour environment that you have um, I mean at home you're you're a loving loving dad you know uh, caring you know you always make sure that you give us the time or your kids the time as soon as you know you finish work you're straight away out here just to see them before they go to bed and yeah I think I mean I look a lot a lot of people can see your motivation and they can see your effort but I I guess behind the scenes there's actually a lot more that you do that they probably don't see and the hours that you put in.
0: Yeah. It's um yeah. you know, I'm sure you see that the 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 love and dedication I have for what I do. And I know mm. you've once said to me, John, you know, um, you know, I I don't know what I'd do with you if you stopped working. Um and you know It's true. I think so true. I think I, I I think I probably send you crazy, you know. To be honest,
1: <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and 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 I think the other thing as well too is, and I want to, you know, for people to know is that as much as I love work and I love doing what I do and I get a real kick out of helping clients achieve their goals and aspirations and being the, you know, sometimes the inspirer or the leader to a lot of people. Um, I do have a family that sits behind that and and they come first and. Um, Regardless of what I do, I have two young boys that are looking up to me, you know, and see me mm-hmm. as their role model. And whatever I do, the way I act and the way that I go is is reflecting on them. And we spoke about this very early on, Burjo, about you know making sure that, you know, we have quality time with our children. And, you know, for me, I'm constantly reminded by Burjo. And this is why she's such a great support for me, is you know, John, be present when you're gonna be present, you know, and I had to learn that and, and, and adjust. And it is it's it's hard because you're so caught up in a world and, and being able to then focus on your your kids and be there because they're watching all the time. And I think the other thing as well too is that I don't wanna miss those moments, you know. And I think you know, you you can you can you know you've seen this, um, You know, if it be Noah's first day at school or, you know, Mm drop-offs in the morning or if it was, you know, their first steps or, you know, um, bathing them or showering them or whatever it is, um, I've always wanted to be there. I've always wanted to be there and, and we've made sure that as a combo that we're there because, you know, business and aspirations and career and all of that is, is wonderful, but you know, these moments we'll never get. And you know, Bridger would constantly remind me that, you know, these kids are gonna grow up very, very quickly. So, you know, if we can't give them quantity, at least give them quantity of time, a uh, quality of time. Okay. And um, it, it's 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 um I think some of the things that people don't see, you know, they might see this John, this passionate guy, you know, trying to you know, help people achieve their goals. But at the same time, there's a family that sits behind there and those goals and uh, for them and, and what we want and their purpose and all of that is, is something that we really both focus on. And, and um, you know, goals not, not... are very,
1: yeah, goals are very important. And mm. as much as goals are important, is important. You really you need to make that work, you know, it's yeah. a big circle. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: a, it's a, it's, an, it's a, it's an important one now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um it, how can i how can i put this um one thing i obviously wanted to speak about with you is around our personal plans as well too mm-hmm. and i want you to kind of reflect obviously early on about you know the plans that we had for life okay mm-hmm. obviously um you know we're blessed with two children we always anticipated on having kids but you know mostly on like the financial aspect of it Mm-hmm. That that guy who came to you early on, being young, um, and having those plans and and working with you on our own game plan, you know, have they come to fruition? Like, do, is it where where do you think our own plans are from? You know, from our own personal finances perspective.
1: Look, I think you know, speaking humbly, we've definitely you know been meeting all of our goals in life and Mm. you know both working hard as a team to do that and you know meeting goals and more luckily you know I mean obviously I can see all the effort that you put into that and um yeah look I think that definitely we are you know um you know doing those little things or little goals and big goals that we set to do um we we you know we both work together to make sure that they happen Um, and I think that's why it's always good to have those goals in place in life because they make you work that little extra harder to make sure they happen.
0: Well, hopefully that 22 year old that kind of sold you the dream, um, you're living it at the moment, but, um, you know, and, you know, I, I, I honestly, you know, I couldn't do it without this lady, um. I think the biggest thing as well I think I think I think the biggest thing as well too is as much as I'm high paced high energy wanting to kind of get somewhere in life, it's not all about the money. and you know people hear me talk no. about this all the time and it's around having those lifestyle aspects, you know with mm-hmm one thing for us has always been to travel and we've always done that, you know, the best thing to do with money is not travel, you know, don't spend the money, but you know, to have those life experiences. And I still remember us when we talked about buying a holiday house, you know, and I couldn't Mm -hmm. kind of quite wrap my head around buying a holiday house. You know, it was more like the financial and the investment goals, but then, you know, realizing that it's around the time. Yeah. That we've got that little happy place for us. And it's, um, you know, now now I'm always itching to go, you know, and I, I say to you, it's the one place that, you know, I, I actually switch off on and enjoy those happy yeah. moments. And funnily enough, obviously, um, you know, we're, we're going to be going quite soon up to the holiday house. And I can see the excitement from the boys, you know, our little ones like that yeah, lemon tree, lemon tree. I want to pick the lemon tree. Yeah. You know, and, um, <laughs> Those little things like they just, you know, you can't. You know, how can you put a number around that? So, really, yeah. I think having a team approach and and all having kind of our own roles to play, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 been a good thing. And from my reflection, I think everything we set ourselves to do, we exceeded it. We've we've achieved it and exceeded it. And I yep. think is because we're laser focused. And for all honesty, you know, we've got you know an advisor in our own team that keeps us accountable to our plan. You know, yep. making sure that we're consistently you know hitting our targets and, and, and achieving our benchmarks. And, you know, that's the way that that's the way I'm wired. That's the way that bourgeois is wired. And, and by knowing what we need to achieve, we go away and, and, and plan and actually execute on that. Now I'm going to now throw it out to some of the questions that we had um, on the no, lead up no. to this. So um, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, first question. Do you think John, uh, do, do you think John um, was going to be a tight ass before he, uh, because he was an advisor? So did you think I was going to be a tight ass because I was a financial advisor? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think
1: it's a stero- I think it's a stereotype. I think like you know you just think that a financial advisor is going to be a tight ass. I mean it's just one of those things that come with <laughs> come with the title. I think, um, <laughs> but I mean I wouldn't say you're a tight ass. I think you're just. Mm really good at planning and making sure that um you know we are we know we know everything and you know it's just yeah i think it's those little splurges that don't need to happen you're really good at making sure that they don't happen just like just those little things that i think make a big difference that people don't realize um and yeah i'm lucky to sort of have that i'm lucky to have you sort of guiding us and making sure that you know We can make the right decisions with money. And it's not just about being a tight ass. It's about making those decisions for your future, for now, for, you know, just for everything in general. Yeah. So no, right, you're not I, a, I, you're, I mean, yes, I did think you were going to be a tight ass, but you're, you're not really a tight ass. I say sometimes you are, but you're not. All
0: right, all right. This is this is being recorded so I can use it for ammo later on. Um, when, I, when I first started dating, I should have had a top. Like I'm, I'm a financial advisor, but I'm not really a tight ass. That would have been a good one. I might, my,
1: well, I don't know if I would have believed you, especially after that first date. So just,
0: uh, you know. <laughs> um, next one is uh, when you want to buy something, do you just buy it or do you ask John for permission?
1: Um, no, look, I, I just buy it. And, I mean, the reason why I just buy it is because I do have my own guilt-free account. So, I mean, 90% of, you know, purchases are through that guilt-free account. Um, and if that's not enough, then sometimes I'll just quickly duck into John's guilt-free account because he never <laughs> spends any money for his guilt-free account. Um, that that look, is I true, mean,
0: everyone. that
1: is true I don't spend my no I think the last thing you bought was the Nintendo and that was for the kids through your guilt free I'm like oh (laughs) why'd you even use that but look you know I mean if it's a big item normally it's for a birthday or something (laughs) like that and we sort of discuss it and we sort of say look I'll put in this much and you know we make it work I mean but what I've noticed with John is that he'd prefer if I he didn't know (laughs) if there's money not coming out of the main account then it's on me, so it's yeah, better that he uh, doesn't know. He doesn't like shopping, so <laughs> I just prefer just to keep it on the on the down low. <laughs> Very honest.
0: Very <laughs> honest. Um, we might have mentioned this, but what's it like living with John?
1: yeah we I think we said look it's it, it is high-paced um you know it's that John please five more minutes before you go back to work again um but I mean I think we both thrive off that I think we're both really you know high-paced people and yeah I think it works I think it just it's just the type of people we are and that's fine I mean we just can't sort of stop unless look I mean obviously it's time we, we stop on the weekend and you know calm down a little bit sometimes but Yeah, I think it just comes from our personalities.
0: Awesome. I've got a couple more. Um, Do you encourage John to spend money? (laughs) No, she wants Um. to use my (laughs) guilt free.
1: Oh, look, yes, I I guess I do. Um, John, I mean, with creating our future, um, you know, he's great when it comes to future stuff um but when it comes to now and rewarding himself um for all his hard work and all the time he puts in he's he's not that great so I think you know he I've sort of said to him look you need to reward yourself you know it's you do all this hard work and and that's totally okay like you know don't don't just think that you know you can't spend the money You, you know you've got to live life you know you're only here once at the same time and and I think that's what you've come to realize I think like yes you've taught me how to be more future orientated and I've taught you how to be more now, um, you know, to an extent, you know,
0: yeah. I, um, I think it's, it's actually rubbed off on the way that I deliver advice to clients. Um, mm-hmm. The, the John that was giving advice maybe a decade ago was very future orientated, like everything you need to do for tomorrow, everything you need to do for tomorrow. And, um, mm-hmm. And that obviously comes from my upbringing, but you know, having being able to now have that nice balance between what's mm-hmm. for today and what's for tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. it's this lady uh, who everyone can thank for uh, for that. There um, you go.
1: If you get if you get extra money in your guilt free accounts, because me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, so a couple uh, a, a couple other questions. Um, has I think this is a quick one. Uh, has John always been good with money? Yes yeah i reckon yeah yeah i wouldn't yeah. say i mean there was a time that you weren't
1: unless you were very very young and having the time of your life in america then maybe I've uh, maybe you wouldn't have been i, th-
0: I think I, have, I think that was probably my, my my savings plan from when i was yeah. like 12 yeah um, exactly that i mean look
1: so, the only time i mean we are ever really splurge is for our on holidays and that's when you probably wouldn't look at it and go oh no we better not have that today
0: you're pretty like whatever it's cool yeah, we're on exactly. holiday enjoy in the background, people, there's, you know, savings plans for holidays and stuff like that that are yes, accounted yeah. for. So, <laughs> as long as we don't exceed the amount that's in there, we're, we're fine. We're rolling. Um, so, has John delivered on his own, on, on, has John delivered on your own financial plan? I think we yeah, answered I think that. We met
1: that. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We answered that one.
0: And this is a very interesting one. And um, mm-hmm. I think I know who asked this question, but who wears the pants in the relationship?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I would say look we both have our roles as much mm-hmm. as it sounds you know we both have our roles you you know I think yeah, you that know, comes with trust as well you know what I mean like I think we work as a team and, and there's certain aspects where I go yep it's all you you go for it and then there's certain aspects where you're like are you sure I'm like yeah yeah trust me on this one and you always trust me on it and mm. you know yeah. I think communication uh, is key and yeah
0: I think you're spot on. You know, we've got roles that we play and, and, um, you know, we know what those roles are. It's not about, you know, who's got the pants in the relationship as per se. You know, I'm very open and honest in saying that, you know, my personal life is completely run by my wife and where I need to be and what I need to do and how (laughs) I need to do, like even to the nth degree of like where's my wallet, yeah, uh, my wife um, definitely helps in regards to that. But, um, you know, I think it's a matter of like we've, over the years become better at finding that those roles um, and, yeah. and and those roles and those balances. And, and I think very early on in the relationship, that's where most of the relationship struggles happen from. And as you, you you know, you get through that, but it's around, you know, nah, I want this or nah, I want this and finding common ground. And, you know, that's, that's even more important when you've got kids, I think as well, too, um, having, the, having those roles to play. But, I will have a passing comment to say that ultimately she does run uh, where the pants, because happy wife, happy life, isn't isn't that isn't oh, that on. the case? Happy wife, happy life. Um, sort of. but yeah, <laughs> just stirring. Um, but <laughs> Bridget, any other comments that you that that you want to make? Because you know I reflect on our own personal journey, and I I'm really humbled and and obviously happy for you know. The person you've become, and that you know that partner in, in, and that support for me, and 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 being able to achieve so many great things in in what's relatively a short period of time. But you know, mm-hmm. for you, you know, maybe what's your reflection on your own journey, and 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 any passing comments?
1: Um, look, I think that we've obviously been growing together. Um, we mm-hmm. have been together for eleven years, and you know, I really like that we've obviously taught each other a lot, and. Um, you know, there's days where I'll make a decision. Oh, God, that's, that's John will appreciate that decision, you know, yeah. Um, because, yeah, we've just I think we've come to sort of work well together and how we make our decisions in life. And, yeah, I think that we're at a good place and, you know, we work as a balanced team. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Well,
1: and you're always gonna, you're every, you know, it's always you're always gonna have disagreements here and there, but that's a part of life.
0: Oh, there's no disagreements. It's (laughs) it's it's not a marriage, as they say. Um, but. (laughs) Babe, I know this has been nerve-wracking for you. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, I'm sure all the viewers and <laughs> listeners have enjoyed it. I've really loved in actually hearing from you about the aspects in our lives and some of the good sides mm-hmm. and obviously some of the, you know, the difficult sides. And, you know, for, um, I'm glad I didn't come off as a tight ass um, actually when you, <laughs> when, when you started dating me. But, you know, thank you for jumping on uh, Cash Talk. And um, for everyone Thanks listening for and viewing, me. you know, that's perfectly fine we might need to get mrs cash on again at some point um but for all the viewers and listeners out there hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and look forward to catching up with you next time thanks
1: thank you bye
0: thank you for listening to another episode of cash talk i hope you enjoyed it and if you want to learn more about me jump onto my instagram at at the john casher and you'll find me there or at my website at www.johncasher.com.au thanks for listening cheers